I want to dedicate this podcast to a king amongst men called Paul Lawrence, who passed away today. And he wrote a lovely book called 101 Lessons I Taught My Son. And he's a founding member of a hundred black men of London, which is a mentoring organization, and he ran a show called People Talk, and he was an inspiration, an inspirational leader, a guy who lived his values fully out. He was kind and principled in an age where we don't see enough of that he was a great leader almost a year ago maybe less than that now he gave me some coaching absolutely free for a number of weeks and one of the things that he quite encouraged me in was to take action not to sit with fantastical ideas but to strike out take action assess the results adjust if necessary and keep it moving one of the lessons from his book 101 lessons I taught my son is uh, number 14 and it says time wasted can never be regained He says, you can never regain lost time. Sure, you can make up for past mistakes, but just imagine how much further ahead you would be today had you done that which you should have done yesterday. This whole podcast has been a practice of starting where you are with what you have and doing what you can And I'm grateful for the seeds that have been sown into my life, the investments from people and from Paul particularly, because that lesson of taking action, assessing the result, adjust and move and keep going has been helpful, really helpful for me in this last year. So I dedicate this whole conversation about purpose (laughs) to him. My thoughts, prayers and love go to his family and friends and all those whose lives he has changed. I'm grateful that he lived. Hi, welcome to Saturday Soup for the Sister's Soul. The purpose of this podcast is to provide a space to soothe, heal, inspire, nurture and elevate. 
My name's Cherry Gillings and I run a coaching practice called Inner Space and you can find Inner Space Coaching on Facebook and Instagram and I'm saying that because I think I'm supposed to say that, right? <laughs> I think that, oh, I keep doing this podcast and then never tell you what I, what I do in the world and um but I don't have to do that at all because that is not what this podcast is about. I'm not trying to recruit anybody to my coaching business. I'm actually really invested in this. You are not broken. You are always okay. The very essence of you is eternal love and light and that power source fuels everything else I used to say it like this that people are solar powered from the sun inside we are solar powered people from the light within huh And that our ideas of brokenness, our ideas of less than, our ideas of not good enough are reinforced over and over again in this culture, societies that we live in. And there is a good reason for keeping people in the illusion of things people, places and things make us feel good or people, places and things make us feel bad. And what might that be? What might the payoff be for fostering human beings to think that way? Predominantly, it keeps us engaged in the economic cycle. If I can convince you that what you really need in your life is this watch, this car, this job, these nails, this hair, this body, this food, this diet, If I can convince you that those things carry the ability to change your mood, to even change your status, then I'm convincing you to hand over your money and I'll convince you that you need to keep going to work in a job that you hate. And in so many ways, life can very quickly become about meeting those ideas as if they're true. 
living as if those ideas are true and we forget the essence that existed before we had any one of those funky ideas. I am so certain that what we are part of is a one energy field and that we are part of that one power in the same way as a sunbeam is a direct expression from the sun. It seems that way to me. It totally seems that way to me. And that that power fuels and runs the ideas, if you like. So we've got an idea and it's plugged into the power source and it looks real. Like you can run a microwave and a, and a, a light and a kettle and a cooker from the one electricity supply, huh? That's how it looks to me. I've had such an interesting conversation today with one of my uh, coaching clients exactly about that. When we are utterly convinced of our brokenness, when we are utterly convinced that we're wrong, when we're convinced of the story that we're not enough, something happens in our lives when we act as if that's true and so much of what we're doing and being in the world is based upon this fundamental lie. And the quiet comes and you can feel in the quiet. Well, what if you're not broken? What if you are always okay? What if there's nothing wrong with you? And you can almost feel the cogs turning and asking the question, well, What then? If there's nothing wrong with me, what then? (laughs) You know, what then? What then? Like, ask yourself, what then? If you had less energy invested in ideas of brokenness and wrongness and not enoughness, what would you do with all that energy that was then available to you for your life? How might you show up? How do our funky ideas get in the way of our expression of ourselves? Because if you're not broken, if there's nothing wrong with you, then there's no need to hide. 
no matter what our experience of life has been, there's no need to hide because the essence of you is unbreakable. The essence of you is always okay. The sun is always shining on the inside, whether we can see it in that moment or not. I wonder what you would use your power for then. I wonder what you would do with your energy then. Who would you be if your ideas of wrongness and brokenness fell away? No matter how many times you've practiced the idea of there is something wrong with me, it still does not make it a fact. And that feels and tastes like freedom. Hello. Oh, hi, Sherry. Hi, Shanine. It's good to hear you. You too, love. It's really good to hear you too. How are you doing? I'm doing well today. How are you doing? Yes, sis, I am well. I am well. And I'm really looking forward to talking to you because um, our last conversation was quite a while ago about purpose, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, I can't remember exactly when it was, but well over a month ago now, definitely. Yeah, I think so. And um, and I and I've been, you know, following your posts still, and just seeing this rich creativity that just pours forth from you. And uh, and I was intrigued about your your podcast, Free to Be, and uh, and your music as well. Thank you. And and me and so purpose looks like a really multifaceted thing. I think so. Yeah, I think what I'm starting to see is that there really aren't any limits on how we can express ourselves and express our message and our soulful purpose in life. Lovely. So, yeah, I'm I'm seeing how we can be completely free in being able to live our lives and in being able to express ourselves creatively and how I guess we don't have to have any understanding on how it may or may not ripple out yeah okay we can just engage in the activities that feel good and then let go of what the outcome might be from that and I think that that's what I feel quite passionate in engaging in at the moment is just trusting that deeper sense of what feels good and trusting that that's enough to follow and and to explore. I really love that because what I think happens is that often people get caught up in 
one idea about purpose, that they have one purpose in life and and they struggle to find it, to identify it. And to hear what you're saying means actually it's much richer than one thing. And there's indicators along the way. I think if there is a true purpose for everybody, it's mm. that we are simply ourselves. And the expression of that will be whatever it is in the moment. Mm. But I've also been seeing a lot of what you've been posting recently and have mm. felt quite inspired by seeing your inner space, coaching mm. work and the expression of your purpose and your soulful journey and I think that's how you know when you're connected to your soulful family because hmm. you can just you can see the heart and soul of what's being shared yes and it it just it feeds you from a deeper place and uh-huh. um, so I've really I've really been enjoying the things that you've been sharing recently as well and can really connect to a lot of where you come from. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, it's... Thank, so thank you for, <laughs> for sharing yeah. your soul purpose with the world. Yeah, because you, you know what I'm seeing is that is that there is really one energy, one energy. Uh-huh. And it shows up in so many different ways and it seems to me the more i it's almost like the more i pay attention to that then the more ways it pops up yes <laughs> which is kind of funny because it's a little bit like i heard michael neil say one day that when you've got eyes for god you see god everywhere and it feels a little bit like that right now. Yeah. And that we can be on purpose at any moment if we bring our attention to what we're doing. Yes. Like we can be washing the dishes, right? And we can be doing that purposefully and intentionally and totally present to it. And then there's no chore in doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, such a simple thing, like hoovering. If you're totally present to it and the sensation of it and the being with it, it's it's a totally different experience to thinking, oh, look at the mess that's left in the house and I've got to clean it up and I've got 10 million one other things to do. It's totally different. Yeah. So it looks to me like there's something about attention that's related to purpose and awareness that's related to being on purpose in any moment yeah I think so and what you touched on there is what I experience as everyday wisdom and the understanding that the divine is in everything Mm. everything that exists is an expression of that divine Mm. energy Mm. 
and um, I think that when you start to tap into it and you do start to realise that it's available for every moment of your life regardless of what activity you're engaging in then absolutely yeah even doing the washing up can be a spiritual experience and a conversation between you and the universe um and it is it, it, it just opens up this wonderful expression and dimension of self being itself and mm. and then everything that flows from that is is just a lovely expression of life being what it is naturally and yeah it's, it's a wonderful um a wonderful thing to just experience and witness so yeah I, yeah i hear a lot in what you say so tell us a little bit about your music then and, and how that's connected to your purpose so, or how an expression. I think music for me is something I do because I enjoy it mm-hmm. and I see how it is a way of being able to express myself creatively Mm. and it's a way of being able to channel some of my deeper thoughts and feelings that I may not be able to put into words into a form that I can still feel is communicating something with the universe and with life Mm. so so my instrument is the bass guitar and I find that it just taps into my deeper soulful nature mm-hmm. and I find it quite fun to play with so mm-hmm. it's, it's more that music is an expression of self as opposed to I'm doing it because I feel like I have to sh- share a message through my music but at the same time um, the band that I play with at the moment uh-huh. is it's just it, I think that music just offers a natural conduit for whatever is happening at the time and that in itself can be quite healing and mm. so so it's just it just happens that a lot of the lyrics that that Kath writes for the songs are channeling this journey of going deeper within ourselves and finding true freedom within ourselves so even without intending to it's Mm -hmm. sharing a message already and um, I'm reminded of a quote by John Lennon um, who was the the lead singer in the Beatles uh, Mm. for anybody who doesn't know and, yeah, I know. I don't know if they're in the mind saying that. Pretty much everybody knows who John Lennon is. But there might be some really young people who don't know. <laughs> and um, do you know what? As I'm saying it now, I'm, I don't even I don't even know if it was John Lennon or whether it was um, his partner Yoko Uno. She called Yoko. Yeah, yeah. It was one of yeah. the two. I can't I can't exactly remember. But anyway, this um, the the quote itself really resonated with me I think it was John Lennon and it was um, that one of the most healing things that we can do instead of preaching about how life is and preaching about spiritual understanding 
is mm -hmm. through our art share our experiences and then people have an opportunity to connect and relate to it in a way that is healing or serving for them and yeah. um, I found that quite impactful and I found that resonated quite a lot with just stepping out of telling people about spiritual understanding from just sharing experience so I yes. think that's another another way that the music offers a channel for that as well it offers a channel for that sharing of experience yes. um, which then offers people who listen to it a chance to hear something for themselves in it yeah that makes sense so I guess that was a, just a very long-winded way of saying I just I play music because I really enjoy it <laughs> and there's not really any other reason beyond that that I do <laughs> so you play music because you enjoy it but you're actually you're in a band as well and is that about enjoyment or, or is there more to it than that so I think playing in a band for me personally is something that I just felt like I had to do because I'm a bass player it's rare that you would find a solo bassist um, uh -huh. and I just enjoy the experience of playing with a band so ever since I started playing bass guitar I've always played in bands and the experience of that is something very connecting um, so deep relationships form between band members and it's an opportunity to have a, an intimate shared experience with other human beings um, that I've never felt replicated in any other circumstance yes yes so it's, it's just it's it's just it's an opportunity to have a shared experience that just feels very intimate and very vulnerable um and enjoyable as well so that's why i enjoy playing in a band i think there's something about creative endeavor together mm. so and I, and I really, I really get the vulnerability piece of it as well, because if we consider that everything started in the thought realm, you know, as, as invisible, and then the idea came into somebody's mind, and then they have the courage to write it or move it or draw it or paint it, and then share it with, you know, a, a group of peers to produce something that's greater than each one individual's contribution. I, I really get the sense of um, how vulnerable that feels, you know? Because yeah. artists often feel like they're putting themselves on the line, don't they, when they're sharing their, their art. Yeah. And I really see that. But then the group together, the, the acceptance of the process, the the willingness to be in the process together of creation, of creating. Yeah. 
an, as an experience, it challenges me to find a deeper sense of grounding within myself to trust mm. that I'm safe and I'm okay to share that creative, thoughtful part of myself. Oh, I love that. I love that. You said a deeper sense of grounding in yourself to know that you're safe to share. Yeah. I think that's really powerful. I think that's really powerful. And to my mind, that moves us on to your podcast. Yeah. So does it seem like yeah, does that seem okay to, to have a look at yeah, that? Yeah, of course. Because that feels like another experience of you feeling deeply grounded and safe enough to share what's in your heart and what's on your mind. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. It feels like a natural progression of the expressions I've been sharing so far. Uh and it's a relatively fresh idea but it Mm. felt like a really good time to start developing it so the idea to have a podcast has been in my mind for years but Uh I've always put it to the back of my mind in thinking that I wouldn't be able to do it or I didn't have the skills or Mm. I wouldn't be able to keep up to it it was actually keeping up to doing it regularly that was putting me off for a long time Mm -hmm. and then I'd say probably in the last two weeks it's just been popping up and popping up and popping up in my mind and Mm -hmm. I um I just thought I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it I'm just gonna put it out there that I'm doing it and I'm just gonna develop it as an idea so as it stands at the moment all that I've done is committed to starting a podcast (laughs) the actual (laughs) practical development of it is I haven't even looked at how I'm going to do it but I but I just I trust the process yeah because I I know that 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 thought is there and for me what the podcast will enable me to do is have conversations with people that I feel really inspired by Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you experience this for yourself hosting a podcast but I feel like it's a way of me being able to invite people into my home to have a conversation uh, with them and uh-huh. to just and to just host and to just be that that space for people to really open up and to share into and mm-hmm. I just think that it's a really nice thing to offer somebody so so I've I've mm-hmm. been invited to take part in a few different podcasts yours included which I'm really grateful Mm -hmm. for and I really appreciate and Mm -hmm. what I found is in being a guest on a podcast it's really enabled me to open up myself within and really explore Mm -hmm. the true answers to some of the questions that I've been asked and Mm -hmm. I just really want to offer that to other people you know just that opportunity to open up and to just have really honest um, vulnerable conversations about the things that we may not talk about in everyday general conversation but actually the things that are just really nourishing and 
really supportive and really encouraging to our soulful creative journeys so so it's so so yeah it's just going to be a way of being able to have those conversations and also a way of being able to just explore this idea of um or experience of who we are more openly and just have those conversations and those explorations more openly and um more publicly so so that's where the ideas are at the moment. It's it's just in the stages of being developed, really. I think it's exciting, Shanine. When I saw your post, I was like, oh, this is so exciting because it seems to me, um, it seems important to me that more sisters have their voice heard, whatever their voice is, whatever perspective they're speaking from, sharing from, living from, I'm really, like one of the one of the purposes of this podcast is to elevate and to you know to nurture and celebrate each other and so when I saw it I was excited and and it was call free to be as well now some years ago um, my friend who is she's an NLP practitioner and a barrister black woman like NLP practitioner barrister and um, her company was called free to be so when i saw this like i had this positive association just with the title yeah. already and it reminded me of my friend and i just thought oh yeah you see because the more of ourselves that we can be the more of the stories about ourselves that we can put down oh the freer we are and and i've been thinking a lot about this lately because maybe it's just because of the year that we've had you know the 2020 year the covid the the social health inequalities and all, all of the other things that have happened this year that you know when we look beyond circumstance and when we look beyond conditioning and, and the question arises well what then <laughs> what if i'm not my circumstances what if i'm not who i think i am what then and um the answer that keeps resounding in my heart is well then there's the freedom to express what you really are and we don't really know and this is the cool thing about your podcast isn't it and this podcast is that we don't really know where it's going to go and where it's going to end up and we don't really know what's going to happen next but we do know that if we begin it some magic will unfold oh yeah I absolutely love that and I think you're right and I was reminded of this post, um, this quote recently in a post that somebody shared in a women's group that I facilitate for creative women Mm -hmm. and it was start weaving and the divine will provide the thread and I truly have absolute faith in that understanding that as, as we continue to move in the directions of the dreams we want to create in life as we work towards and take action towards the things that we really want to do and express ourselves in in a way that we truly want to express ourselves life just offers up these beautiful opportunities and threads that we can just use to continue weaving and creating our dreams and uh, yeah i absolutely see that so while at this moment in time the podcast 
doesn't exist. I, I know that if I just continue to find that good feeling within, that sense of feeling home, that sense of feeling complete and whole and everything that life intended me to be, and if I just continue letting that feeling inspire me to take action, something will happen, something will be made, something will mm-hmm. be created. And I've just come to mm-hmm. fully, wholeheartedly trust in that and trust in that knowing. And um, th- that's what supports me in just continuing to move forward with ideas. I love it. I love what you're saying. And I hope that those that are listening to this podcast really catch a hold of what you're saying. Because (laughs) there's such permission in it. You know, when people have a, I've been talking about it today as well, when people have an inkling of an idea and it feels good and then they talk themselves out of it. But actually what you're saying is, don't talk yourself out of it. Follow the good feeling. And let that direct, inspired action. And you know, if somebody's sitting on the sofa listening to this, thinking, oh, I've always wanted to, wouldn't it be really cool if and there's a good feeling on the end of that thought. What would you say to them today? Why not? Why not? Beautiful. Why not? Why not? This may come across as being dark in nature and I don't intend it to be, but I often find a lot of inspiration in the understanding that my physical form is going to die one day. So this, mm-hmm. this individual expression of life will one day cease to be. And in that, I ask myself, why not? What have I actually got to lose by trying? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You know, I'm, I'm not going to, um, you know, failures don't change the essence of who you are. That's, that's always present. And, and so... I often just say, why not? Why not just give it a go? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You can do something else, try Mm -hmm. something else. There's always other ideas that will come along. But why not? Why not just see what happens? Mm. I 100% agree with you. It's one of of the questions I, I often ask people. And even my coaching clients, I remind them, you know, that, you know, life our experience of life is finite. It's going to come to an end. So, you know, what will you live for in the meantime? You know, um, and I love what you're saying about let's not be afraid of failure. Let's not be afraid of failing because the essence of who we are isn't damaged or tainted or contaminated or it's unbreakable. So nothing is lost. Only experience is gained. Oh, I love that. Mm. Yeah. I love that. 
that and that's exactly it you gain experience through everything that you do so Shanine, you said you run a creative women's yeah. group yeah yeah how could any of our soul sisters listening to this podcast become part of that is there is there a website or yeah, a facebook so group it's a private group on facebook and it's uh-huh. searchable so if anybody did want to join you could search for when women create and it should come up and then you can just send a link to join and i'll be able to to add you into the group and it's a lovely supportive encouraging space for women to share what inspires them to share what they're creating and to just have conversations and share their understanding of being creative and how it expresses itself in all kinds of different forms so it's a lovely group and yet um, anybody who identifies as female is welcome to join Mm -hmm. fantastic fantastic when i post this podcast i'll post a link to the group on 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 the facebook page as well so people can find it easily i love that i love that you have that group and that you lead that yeah thank you um Um, i'll i'll send a link to it to you over messenger but it was it was inspired by the when women speak network which i know you might have heard of uh-huh. So that's a, a community interest project which is facilitated by two female coaches, Sarah Sanderson and Nicholas Snowd, and they're both mm-hmm. really inspiring women and they facilitate this network for women to just share their natural voices. And so when they first started running the project, I got involved and felt inspired to set up this group for creative women because I just felt like there was a need for women to feel supported in expressing their natural creativity and also for women to feel like they're able to um, share their work in a way that it's professionally respected as well I feel like there's Mm. I feel like there's a, a kind of pay gap or a respect gap in the creative field mm-hmm. for um, art and creative projects that are mm-hmm. inspired by women and so I, I felt quite passionate about facilitating a space where women could really come to see the value of their work and their creative work and, and to feel mm-hmm. empowered to then be able to share that in the industry in the creative field um knowing that it's it's just as impactful and empowering as any creative work that men produce so so Uh so there's an element of that as well so i often offer space for women to share their work if they have anything that they want to sell um so 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 i'm also trying to create a network of women being able to share their work and to be paid for it as well and to kind of recognize the value of their creative work it's just wonderful you know i'm hearing again yeah purpose <laughs> and purpose the passion and how your awareness yeah. of the gap is is what enabled you to offer a space 
that could meet that gap it's like oh look purpose yeah. <laughs> more and so more purpose i never considered it that way but i think that we find the things we want to do when we notice where we have we can be of service yeah oh yeah I, lovely yeah lovely. i think you're right i think when we see that's missing and i have i have the skills and understanding to be able to offer a service here or to offer support here and Beautiful. i think that that's where it comes from just noticing where you where you can fill that space or bridge that gap oh, we're gonna talk again i <laughs> love to talk. i really enjoy it <laughs> You're such a wonderful person to listen to as well. Um, and I always I always feel very comfortable in being very open with you. And I think that that's a skill uh-huh. that you possess as well, is just offering that, that oh, homely and comforting, comfortable space. So, um, so yeah, I'd be more than happy to come and talk to you again. I would love that. Fantastic. Fantastic. So I would like to um, just thank you for joining me today and to thank our listeners for being present and giving us their time and attention. And I really hope, I really trust that what you've heard from Shanine today is encouraging and uplifting and, and that you would notice the gaps and where you're able to meet the gaps and that you would notice that service and awareness and attention are so linked to purpose. And that purpose isn't far away from you. You don't have to search hard for it. It's actually right under our noses all of the time. I look forward to speaking to you next week on Saturday Soup for the Sister's Soul. Bye. Bye.